Welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. My name is Jeff Hardy. I'm sitting in for Kyle Case, who's out of town today. Joining me in studio is Michelle Graves. Michelle, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. It's another, a pleasure to be here. Another beautiful day in paradise. It is. It is. Michelle, I know that you exercise regularly. Have you ever wondered what the least amount of exercise you need to live longer is? The least amount of exercise you need to do, or how, what the least amount of time you need to exercise to, to live longer. Have you ever wondered what that is? Oh, I hope it's like... Three minutes a day. <laughs> well, I have the answer, and it comes from an article by Emily Denunzio from Reader's Digest. Okay. All right, here we go. Exercise benefits, such as lowering cholesterol or boosting your mood, aren't anything you haven't heard before. But if you need even more workout motivation, know that just a few minutes of exercise a day could help you live longer. According to research published in The Lancet, 15 minutes of exercise a day can boost life expectancy by three years and cut the risk of death from common causes like heart disease and cancer by 14%. That said, additional studies have found that other amounts of physical activity could add years to your life. Even 75 minutes of moderate exercise or walking per week improved life expectancy by 1.8 years, 300 minutes a week by 3.4 years, and 500 minutes a week by 5.4 years. So just 500 minutes a week can add five and a half, four and a half years to your life, Michelle. Okay, so... I mean, you're really saying, because I am a little bit of a cardio junkie, so yes, if I are. just like exercise nonstop, then I'm going to live forever. Well, except that you'll <laughs> wear your body out if you do that, so it'll die from exhaustion. Oh, okay. Well, let's keep that in mind then. I was really good when you were saying 15 minutes a day, but... Um, well, I was I was encouraged by that too, because I know I get a little bit more than that. Yeah, I do too. So I was kind of patting myself on the back, but the more the better, is that... Up to a point. Up to a point. I mean, we still have to live. Okay. Well, that's a good point, and make a living. So I guess I I have to do something else. But that's interesting. Thanks for it, sharing. It is, it is, and I think that that's something that's doable. I mean, that's that was what's exciting to me is that that's something that's within most people's reach. Most people can do fifteen minutes a day of of something, walking or exercise a day, to increase your life expectancy and in, and reduce the risk of dying from certain diseases, which is even better. Yes, and I'm a big proponent of all of that. Good. Yes. Good information, Jeff. Thank well, you. Well, I know that our guest who's joining us in studio gets probably at least that much work a day, workout a day. She gets cardio in. Yes, she's, she does. She's quite a... I'm a runner. <laughs> joining she's... us in studio is Carrie Ann Atkins, one of our great sport directors and an athlete. She's a sports director for soccer. Carrie Ann, welcome. Thanks for having me. I've never been before, and I'm really excited. Last year, I made my husband come, and he told me that that would be our last year together if I made him come again. Oh. To help at the games? No, no, he to came come on to the, the radio, radio show. show. Oh. And he's I a very actually, shy, shy person. I remember doing his radio interview, and he, I was so impressed by what a great job he did because he is shy. He's and very shy. So, But I'm sure he's glad that you're taking his place today. Well, she's not taking her. We actually invited Carrie Ann to come. It was Carrie well, Ann's invitation. We not have his. amazing sports directors. We do. We really do. Let me do. just say, and we could really spend the whole year just interviewing our sports directors because they come with such adornments, like to be, and then they volunteer their time to put on these events for us. And so I'm excited to talk to Carrie Ann and find out all of her great attributes. Thanks for having me. Well, we're just glad to have you. So how long have you been involved with the Huntsman World Senior Games, Carrie Ann? I have been involved since the first year of soccer. I started out as an official for the games the first year that women's soccer started. And that was about uh, 10 years ago? About 10 years ago. And then I evolved into assigning the referees for uh-huh. the games and then was asked to be a co-director. 
And I love the sport of soccer across the board, youth, adult, senior games, everything. So I'm just really happy to be a part. So when did, when did your sports life, when did your sports career start? Well, my career in assigning referees. No, no, no. As a participant. Oh, as a participant. So I was one of those original St. George City recreation sports participants as a child here in this area. And so I would say my career in playing sports recreationally would have been when I was five or six years old. Which is cool. That's about when the the AYSO, the youth soccer leagues, were just getting started and that kind of stuff. Did you start with soccer? Yes, I'm a soccer junkie. (laughs) Have you done any other sports besides soccer? Um, I've officiated other sports. I've been an officiator for basketball, volleyball, and even baseball. But that was short-lived because baseball is very intense. Well, a lot of it's it's intense being an official for any sport. The spectators, the spectators, (laughs) and coaches for um, baseball in this area were a little much for me. They are bit- saying something because I've seen you ref and you're you've got a tough skin. You've you've definitely got the personality for it. I do. Well, that's exciting. So what what got you? What what was it that attracted you to soccer back in the back when you were five or six years old? Well, I'm a runner at heart. Uh-huh. And I think you just are what you are from the very beginning. So I love to run. And when I was a little girl. That was really the sport that allowed you to be a runner. So I started participating in that, and it just never left me. My boys, my husband, all of us are very, very involved in soccer. Very cool. Which makes her the expert in this area, which is another reason we are so pleased to get really the best of the best as our sports directors. Yeah, well, well, and and, and, and and to know it from both sides, to be an official, to understand it from that side— as well as a coach or director from that side, that makes a difference. It gives you a better perspective on what's going on and helps you be a little bit more objective in some of the things you're seeing and saying probably to the officials or as, as, it, as the tournament pro- proceeds or progresses. I try to be really well-rounded, and I learned that early on. I started as an official. I became a coach. I became a director. I became an assigner. And every other piece of the game that I can grab onto that gets offered to me, I take it because the more you know, the better you are. Well, I, th- I think that's very true. I think that's true in life. Good words of wisdom. Well, it's true that those are words for for living by. The more you can, the more pieces of the puzzle that you can grab, or the puzzle that you can grab that help you understand and see, the better decisions you can make in any aspect of your life. So I think that's very very profound. Thank you. I think it's fun. Carrie Ann shared with me right before the show started that um, she was. First to coach at like 12 years old. 12 years old, St. George City Rec. Coached your, your son or your, Not your brother's year old sister. Oh, sister's That's team. all it wasn't his son. Yeah, that would have been <laughs> questionable. Yeah. So, I mean, experience just all throughout your life, just really enjoying the sport of soccer. And then I think that it's fun that that carried over to your family and your adult life because you're actually a very busy lady. I mean, you, you have a full-time job that's unrelated to soccer, but soccer is in turn, also a full-time job because you are so impassioned by it and and serve the community that way. Correct. Yes, I work full-time for Big Brothers Big Sisters of Utah, and I work full-time for Utah Youth Soccer Association as an assigner, besides my volunteer and other community work. So you've been cloned. I I do. I, I work all day, and then I work all night, but 
soccer is my passion, uh-huh. but it doesn't support my lifestyle. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I do both. But being in the nonprofit sector, I think says something about your personality as well. And that's a, another really great aspect of what, what you do serving big brothers and big sisters. I have a soccer question. I just have to ask because I've kind well, of always wondered it. this. Okay. What is the average mileage that oh. a referee gets in a typical soccer game? So if we're talking about an average 11 v 11 sided game, a mm-hmm. full-sided game, it's four to seven miles a game. Wow. Depending on the pace and the speed. and So somebody's carried a pedometer out there or something. If and- um, girls or boys, you're going to run probably a little bit less in a girls game than a boys game. But if you're talking about U14 boys game, you're going to run about seven miles. That's why you have to be a runner at heart to I be a soccer player, to be a soccer officiant. And what's interesting to me, because my daughter's involved in some of these tournaments that go on and, and refs get a lot of their work through tournaments and other type of play, is I will see the same referees on the field for quite a long time. So how many games do does a typical referee, you know, manage during a, a day's tournament or something? Because let's add all that mileage together. <laughs> Tournament referees do four to six games, depending on their level and capabilities. Wow. And so we run about a marathon a day during a tournament. Mm. Okay. I wonder. That's really amazing. Yeah. That, Good way that's, to stay that's in impressive. shape. That's, I that's think really I need impressive. a part-time yes. job. <laughs> so I don't know if you're aware, Michelle, but we had a study done by one of our former health directors who does body age screenings. She, she, she'll test your body and find out what your actual body age versus your chronological age. So you might be 60 years old, but you might have a body of a 50-year-old or a body of a 70-year-old, depending on how you've taken care of it. Okay. She wanted to know which of all of our athletes had the youngest body age versus chronological age. Can you guess which sport it was? I'm thinking it must be soccer. It was soccer. Wow. I remember you telling me that, and I thought that was fantastic information. Yeah. Well, and from what you're saying, we can see why. I yeah. Mean, whether you're whether you're a referee or whether you're a participant, you're you're running a lot. Yeah. Because the referees don't always make it all the way up and down the field in the time that the players are going up and back. So the players are running at least or more than the referee is. Not necessarily because there are formations on the That's field. True. And That's so true. you have your forwards that stay forward and your defenders that stay back. And the referee has to run kind of an in-between that. So mm-hmm. they probably run a similar amount just because they have quadrants that they stay in. Well, yeah, and then and then the, the athletes run laterally across the field where the referee usually just stays fairly in, in, linear, doesn't he? Doesn't he or she? The, we, ones, the ones I've watched, they, they tend to stay somewhat linear in their positioning. We're supposed to go corner to corner. Uh-huh. Are the very best trajectory for the game Diagonally. is corner to corner, yes. Ah, very, very interesting. If you're just joining us, you're listening to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. We're visiting with Carrie Ann Atkins, soccer director for the Huntsman World Senior Games, but also soccer aficionado. Hello. <laughs> it's true. And, and we're learning a lot about soccer. I mean, I have to be honest. I grew up before the soccer craze hit. I never played youth soccer. My first experience with soccer was when my daughter was eight or nine years old and they couldn't find anybody to be the coach of the team she was on. So they asked me to do it and I said I would. So I went to a clinic to learn how to coach. And I, and I was successful in creating bumblebee soccer. It was just like a pack of bumblebees bzzz, following the ball around. Not I very loved successful. that. When my boys were little, I loved that. So that was my, inter- my I mean, I took, I, we had units in, in junior high school and high school and gym class where we, we played soccer, but 
it was nowhere near like what the kids were experiencing because it was just the coach saying, okay, you guys go out and play soccer. Here are the basic rules. And so we didn't even know if we were doing it right. But even I can tell you in the United States and Utah in particular, because I have really good statistics on that, in the last 10 years, we have increased by six to 800% in enrollment of of participants in soccer across the board. So when I first began um, assigning referees here in Southern Utah, we had about 200 games a season. We now run 700 games a season. And we had one tournament in this area, and we now have upwards of eight tournaments in this area. So the increase has been monumental in the last 10 years. Well, I think that the the concern over concussion – in other sports, especially contact sports, has has driven people, especially the younger young younger kids, towards the the non supposed non contact soccer. Soccer is a contact sport, yes. and I and tell everyone that. I tell parents at a very young age when they get upset about children being knocked around. I tell them this is a contact sport, and if it's not something you're interested in, you need to be a tennis player or a swimmer, <laughs> or the person on the other side of the net or in the next lane, huh? That's right, That's because point. I don't want people to be confused that soccer is not a contact sport, because we are. It's just not a contact sport where you're lining up, coming head at each other. That's true. You're running alongside each other, knocking each other over. But <laughs> well, you can get true. a concussion from hitting the ball. I mean, there really well, is concern over concussion in, in all sports, but in soccer included. And we do have a significant concussion protocol for referees, assigners, coaches, parents. Mm-hmm. It It is a concern, I think, in every sport. Well, I want to kind of move from the youth soccer to the games soccer. I do too, because I was thinking when Carrie Ann was giving us those um, those numbers about how much youth soccer has increased, I was just thinking about the in the last few years how much our soccer at the Huntsman World Senior right. Games has increased, and you know that always and most definitely has to do with running a great tournament and having the right directors in place. But we we've really grown. Let's. We've grown a ton, and it's really exciting. I actually love being part of the game since the beginning of soccer because it's like a family reunion. Mm -hmm. We have the same teams that come back year after year, but we've seen a huge increase in the last three years. So whereas we started out with six or eight teams, we now have 30 teams. Right. And every single team that participated last year returned and we added several teams to our pool this year. And I can't wait. I can't wait to see all of those ladies again because every year I look forward to seeing them. They're family to me. Well, and that says a lot about the quality of the tournament. If people want to come back, it's because they had a great experience. And and you're part of that experience, whether it was back in the early days when you were signing officials, getting the right officials in so they can have a good experience to running the event. You can pat yourself on the back along with the other directors for the growth in the tournament. Well, I think that's partially education from Huntsman World Senior Games. Your games are very good at being athlete-oriented and listening to what they say, changing some of even the rules or maybe the venues in order to accommodate athletes to the very best of our ability. And I really appreciate that. I appreciate this support to be able to make changes to make the games better so that those athletes will return and the ability to have some autonomy to listen to them and to be able to make changes that benefit 
the sport that I'm working with. And I'm sure that that is across the board. I remember when we were bringing soccer on, there was even discussion on the size of the field and the number of, of players. We go 8v8, don't we? We do. So that's not 11v11. That's 8v8. So the field's a little bit smaller. But even all the little details that we had to discuss that we had to talk to the athletes and the, and the people that were the directors to find out what's going to make the best tournament, the best experience for the people in our demographic. Yeah. And we've tried a few things that failed miserably. <laughs> and we've come back again and changed them around in order to make them positive. But some of those things you don't know until no. you try them. And the athletes are willing to try them and we're willing to try them. And the games is supportive of those things. And then when it doesn't work, we come together and figure out how to change it. So it's been a really good experience. Well, and you gave the games a compliment, but I just wanted to pass the compliment back to to you and the rest of the directors of, of soccer, women's soccer. You do a great job. Now, it's ironic we only have women's soccer because we haven't been able to get enough men's soccer teams here to make a tournament. But I think that's changing because we're getting more and more calls from men's teams. That's good. I can't wait. So we'll be able, probably be able to go with a full-fledged male and female tournament. I'm excited for that. And I anticipate that being true really quickly because we are coming upon my generation uh, <laughs> where we're going to be old enough to participate and our generation grew up playing. And right. so we're going to continue to play. And I can't wait to see how that grows over the next few years. So, well, I, And I think that that's really fun. I, I agree that those um, women that come to those tournaments are really a fun group of ladies but they're also a really fit group of ladies. And I think that what we find as we um, get older, because I grew up playing soccer, is that um, you might not have the cardiovascular strength to run the full field and run a whole thing. But you, these ladies, not me because I don't practice, but they still have like a really strong skill set. So you, do. you comprise it to a little bit shorter field. And I mean, it is really fun soccer to watch because they really have some great skill. They do. The Energizer Bunny has nothing on these ladies. That's true. But they do know how to play and they They do make really good connections as they move up the field and they talk a lot, which is really important in the game. Mm -hmm. And so they do a lot of things to, to help themselves out. Well, we find that across the board in our sports. Yes, we're older. Yes, we've probably lost a half a step over the years. But what we've lost in maybe a little bit of speed, we make up in court savvy or in game savvy, sports savvy. And so we, we're we better athletes all around, even though we may not be quite as fast as we once were. They really are. Yeah. Carrie Ann and I in the city, uh, we helped run this futsal league. And I was always amazed because we'd get college age teams and we'd get 50 plus year old teams. Right. And you put them on a smaller field together and really, there's equilibrium because those college kids don't have the foot skills that these older athletes have. And the older athletes may not be able to run quite as fast as these college kids. And it really equals the playing field and makes for some fun, fun soccer it to does. watch. And the older teams have learned how to play together. True. And who can do what in order to progress the game, whereas the college kids have one star athlete. And if you can shut down that athlete, you can easily beat them. So it, That's a really good point, too. I, I really, we need to get our the younger kids in the community over to watch some of these women play because they could learn a lot. It's fun soccer. Well, I think that, I think yeah. you're willing to take some younger ball shaggers if they want to come and I help. would love it. And this year we are over fall break. So if anyone out there is interested, including teams, um, youth teams, 
teams from high schools that would be interested in coming out and spending a few hours and seeing these ladies play. I think you could really benefit from it. I think you'd enjoy it. And they really appreciate it. You'll build a relationship with them because they appreciate you helping them and they'll talk to you. They're interested in you. And I think you'd have a great time. So, Karen, I have a question for you. Do you have any memories over the last 10 or so years that really stand out from the Huntsman World Senior Games of just that was something that was just really special or really meaningful to you from from the soccer? I have so many memories, but I have I have one woman in particular that comes every year and she will play on any team. She doesn't necessarily have a specific team. She just plays for any team that will pick her up (laughs) and she loves to play. She loves the game and I love to watch her because she comes here just to be a part of the games, not with a specific team because a lot of people come with their team and it's their friends and they come and spend the week together, but she just loves the game. And so I love being around her and I love to spend time with her and I love to watch her and she invites me to her games. She'll tell me when and where she's playing so that I can come. And I really appreciate that. I appreciate her love of the game because it, is similar to mine. I just love the game. You're kind of a kindred spirit. Yeah. Well, do you have any favorite experiences with the games outside of soccer? I mean, we have our opening ceremonies. We have lots of different things going on. Do you have a favorite memory of the games outside of soccer? Yes. I also, I am a huge softball fan. I have oh, wow. never played, but I love it. And so a few years ago, I volunteered out at the men's softball tournament And I loved watching the games, but I also was helping with medical and injuries. And it was very interesting for me to see the injuries that can happen that you don't expect Mm -hmm. because of it being a senior games. But how friendly all of those participants were and how much I got to know them just sitting and putting a Band-Aid on them or wrapping their ankle with some Mm -hmm. tape and... I really enjoyed that experience. And if I had more time in my life, I would love to come and spend the whole week at softball and just enjoy that experience again. So someday that's going to come back around for me and I'm going to volunteer myself to be part of softball too. Wow. That's amazing. Doesn't she just epitomize what the World Senior Games, Huntsman World Senior Games is all about? I was thinking about that, like friendship, like that truly what it is what the common core is, is that we just have these amazing people from all over the world. And it just feels like our own community of friends and it from our directors who are so friendly to every athlete that you meet, like it really is its own utopia in terms of what the world should be like. So Karen, we're running out of time. So in the next minute or so, tell us if, if you're talking to somebody who's sitting on the couch, who's not sure if they want to get active or not, what would you tell them to encourage them to become more active? I would say, Get on the game's website and see all of the opportunities that are there. Look at all of the sports that are listed and where you could become involved, even if that's just volunteering, where you can be around the sport and learn a little bit about it and participate in a volunteer way. Learn what you can do in order to become an athlete of that sport and just show up and be a part it's only going to take you a minute before you want to be a volunteer everywhere and you want to participate because I'm just waiting for my 50th birthday so that I can sign up and participate myself. I'm a runner 
And I'm a slow runner, so I'm not going to ever be the winner. <laughs> but I just want to be a part of it. So I would just winning, encourage everybody to find something that they care about and show up. That's great. And I, participating is winning. So I love true. that. That's great. And there's so much to that. Carrie Ann, thank you so much. You've been a delightful guest. You bet. And this was your first time on radio. No. Oh. A first couple, time I've with been, us. First time with, with you guys. But I have been here a few times. Okay, great. Well, Michelle. Gosh. The time is ticking. It, it is. Yes. We're, we're getting right down to it. So I would encourage anybody that, that's even slightly thinking about it to go out and, and sign up, go to the website and sign up for uh, the sport of their choice. Yeah. Tell us the website. It's www.seniorgames.net with a big smile on your face. It is. And it's, time, I mean, time is ticking because you only have until September 1st to register. Right. Um, but we are looking for thousands of volunteers right now. So we want to encourage mm -hmm. that as well. Yep. Well, we'd like to thank everybody for joining us today and we'd invite you to join us each and every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life on St. George News Radio, 1450 a.m. You can also listen to this or any of our other shows at www.seniorgames.net. You can subscribe to our podcast. Just search for Huntsman World Senior Games in your Google Play Store or iTunes and subscribe and you won't miss a single episode. And who would want to? This is good stuff. Absolutely. You hear people like Carrie Ann. Thanks for having me. 2018 is flying by. As of this morning, we have over 9,800 registered participants. Two sports, bowling and pickleball, have reached their participation caps. We also have capacity of softball, volleyball, and soccer teams, and other events are getting close to capacity as well. What does this mean? Well, time to register is right now today. Don't delay. If you have any comments or questions or feedback for our show, we'd love to hear from you. Just send an email to activelife at seniorgames.net. Our quote for the day is... You're never too old to set another goal or to dream a new dream. That's by C.S. Lewis. Beautiful. Thanks, everyone. Have a great day. See you, Jeff. Bye.